Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hello and welcome to August episode of Life with Zan 2021. I can't believe summer's wrapping up, but I've had a lot on my mind and I'm excited to share it. And I guess that's kind of like the whole overarching topic today, having a lot on your mind. I don't know about you, but I like to complicate things and not because I think it's fun. That's just what my brain does. My brain sees something and says, how do I make sense of this? What are the pieces of the puzzle I'm missing? How do I bring it all together to make sense of whatever's going on? Now, I have to start with the fact that it's not our job to make sense of everything that's going on around us. And that's easier said than done. And I know I can, I can only speak for myself when I say I have spent way too many hours of my life, especially in the last year and a half, trying to make sense of what's going on around me and this is in relation to all areas of life but I know so many of us struggle with certain topics as in there are certain things that are going on in our worlds that end up taking up so much emotional energy Maybe for you, you're spending so much time overthinking what's going on with your industry right now. Or maybe you're overthinking like, what is the fall going to look like? When am I going to see my family next? What are the holidays going to be like this year? You know, those of you that have children, like what's going to happen with school? I know so many individuals whose careers have been very, very, very directly affected, especially speaking about those in the healthcare industry and those who are teachers. I can't imagine being in this position and just trying to navigate the changes and opinions and everything. So much noise, right? Like, all the noise going on around us and it's hard to filter out it's hard to turn it off and this is something I've I've really watched myself spend so much time on in the last not just year and a half for my whole life there's certain things that are going on around me and I just take them on and take them over and there's it's not my job It's not anyone's job to take on someone else's emotions or take on the energy of the world that's nearly impossible, right? And if we are taking on this other energy and kind of complicating things in our mind, then it's going to be difficult for us to be of service to ourselves, our own mental well-being and health, of service to others, the people we love and care about, the people we work with, the people we interact with day in and day out, everyday life. If we allow our minds to be so clouded, we're going to have difficulty being in the present moment. When I'm not taking the time to work through the things going on in my brain, 
whether that's the walking I like to do to just kind of like think through things or it's the journaling that really, really, really helps me get ideas out, get like the surface level thoughts out, kind of let it go so I can move on with my day. If I don't spend time doing that, I end up overthinking. And if I'm overthinking, I'm overprocessing. Now, I know this is a word used in like baking and cooking and sometimes you can overdo things like you can overmix a dough if you're baking. And when you overmix something, sometimes you take the air out of it and it falls flat and lifeless. <laughs> Not to be dramatic, but I do that. I see myself and those around me try to overprocess things going on. And it's not just in the mind. Sometimes it's in the lack of thinking about something that we end up overprocessing it. As in you're actively avoiding something and you're spending way too much energy overprocessing that. Spending too much time in that space, avoiding kind of addressing something or looking at something from a new angle. Like, again, over-processing the avoidance. Over-processing can happen in so many areas. And it's not a fun word. Like, hearing that, I don't I don't want to feel over-processed. <laughs> it makes me think of, like, food, processed food. I guess it's not good for us. Same thing with food as in our thoughts or actions. I don't want to be overprocessed or overprocessing anything. Now, it's hard sometimes to see the flip side, but we talk a lot about reframing on this podcast and asking ourselves, like, how can we see this differently? So same applies here. Now, I always think about, like, there are certain areas of my life that take a lot of my focus and a lot of my brain power. And let's say that's, let's just say it's work, career, money. I don't know. Those all kind of come together. It's one of those areas of life for you. We like to complicate things. Our brains sometimes tell us something is difficult or hard when in reality, we spend so much time thinking those thoughts that we end up making something difficult or hard when really it was pretty simple to begin with. Our brains are just telling us that something is complicated when in reality, it can be very simple. This topic makes me think a lot about dating. Now, I haven't dated in a long time. Um, I've been in a relationship for four years, but I live vicariously through some of my friends and just hearing their stories and experiences and remembering what it was like being in that position and there's this unfortunate but kind of true stereotype where we spend time overthinking in dating. Now, I think this is just like a tangible example for many of us because um, a lot of people I know in my age group are in that season of life where you're meeting new people and whether it's online, most likely, or in person, and you're in that beginning stages of like trying to get to know someone. And a lot of that is like reading between the lines. And now there's something to be said for if you're having to read between the lines too much, that's not it. <laughs> but there comes back in that element of not letting things be simple. So as in if 
someone is giving you attention and making plans with you and being consistent, then that probably means they are interested or a good match, yada, yada, yada. But so often we overthink and make excuses and say, well, so-and-so, we had a lot of fun on our date, but I haven't heard from them since, but I had so much fun. What does that mean? Like, what does this one text they sent a week ago mean? How can I decode this? Like, we do this. And I think dating is just like the most in-your-face example because that's the type of thing I think a lot of us like talk to our friends about and they share their experiences and like someone will say what they what happened with them and we're all like gathered around giving our opinions like that is something I think so many people experience is like being in a position where you're trying to interpret what someone's thinking or saying and that's really a waste of time but we still try and do it right we want to make sense of something we can't accept that it's really very simple the reason we don't like the simple answer sometimes is because like in this scenario for example if someone's not giving you um like clear answers or they're not being upfront about their feelings you have to see it is you have to see it for what it is which is this person is not as interested as you'd like or maybe they're not a good match maybe you two communicate differently like it probably is that simple and if it's complicated why waste all the energy in the world trying to figure it out when eventually like the truth will surface but in the meantime why not go be a part of something that's simple that's easy that's obvious that would take way less energy and be way more fun but something in us gets attached we get invested we see it as this like code this mystery that needs to be solved and we want answers we want clarity and if we're not going to get that from someone else sometimes our human brains like to take the reins and try and make sense of it on our own now as human species we do have an appreciation for detailed intricate things like art or music and for many of us looking at something like that looks insurmountable like how could I ever do that how could I come up with that idea how would I even begin like our brain suddenly complicates it but for some people creating something to us that to us looks difficult is very very simple and very straightforward and comes to them naturally humans like to do things like take on a thousand piece puzzles that are very detailed and we see these things as either simple like oh i love doing this it's relaxing or we find it as something complicated something we feel as though we need to tackle take on or conquer if it's simple they seamlessly integrate into our minds and into our life and if not it takes away from us being present and sitting in joy. Now, I never like the idea of something taking away, right? Not that I'm not available to give and receive energy, but if someone can't, you know how your iPhone says, for those of you that have an iPhone, it can tell you how many hours of the week you spend on your phone, which is a nightmare and very concerning, but... <laughs> If someone, if I could get like a download of how many hours a week I spent thinking about certain things, 
I would be forced to see, wow, I spend way too much energy on this area of life I have no control over or area of life that doesn't bring me the most joy and how can I refocus and put myself in a position to see things in a way that feels good for me. And that doesn't mean like blind denial of reality. It just means I can acknowledge that something isn't pleasant or doesn't make me happy and I can turn my focus towards something else that does bring me joy while still acknowledging like that thing is over there, but I'm not going to let it take away from the here and now. So this is like one of my favorite phrases. I know I've said this on the podcast. Maybe I even said it last month, but it's that if this thing that's potentially bothering you, taking up your thinking space, keeping you up at night, the thing, first thing you think about in the morning, last thing you think about before you go to bed, if it doesn't feel good, let's change it. And if it's complicating your mind or (laughs) if it is complicated in your mind, overcrowding it, let's consider that it could be easy. And if it can be easy, what does that look like? How can we visualize or journal or think through in a way that feels good what this can look like? What does easy, what does simple look like in this scenario? I try and remind myself of this question all the time, but it most recently came up when a bunch of like life administrative type of tasks pile up. That's like the number one time I get very overwhelmed and I just like can't even start. And it's not any difficult, there's no one thing that's very difficult. It's just a bunch of tiny little things like I need to email this person, I need to call this person, and it's not about work. It's like home stuff, you know, bills, insurance, like things are changing. Like it's that time of year where like, I don't know, apparently a bunch of like renewals for things of mine go on. And so just checking in with things like looking into new rates, da, 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 like not fun stuff. Maybe some of you guys love this stuff. Not my thing, but I just, it it feels icky to me. And I felt myself avoiding, avoiding, avoiding and complicating it and spending so much emotional energy, like trying to ignore it that I could have just, you know, got it done. And I realized, okay, I, I need to reframe this. I need to see this differently because The truth is, working through all these things could be very easy, and it could be effortless, and things could actually be much simpler than my brain is telling me right now. So if you have an area of your life, like administrative tasks, that really takes over, I encourage you, especially in that area, to recognize if you are letting it complicate your mind. And if it's not, and it like flows, and it doesn't overwhelm you or stress you out, um, that's amazing and keep going like whatever you're doing is working and it's just good to have these tools for if something pops up at some point in time you remember oh yeah like I don't have to accept this thought as reality and that's not again that's not to live in a complete state of denial but it's just to remember that our brains are trying to protect us and we can position ourselves to observe our thoughts which is a whole skill set that I'm still learning and I think is a life, a lifelong lesson. But um, yeah, this is one area that I found it really helpful to consider that things could be easier or more simple or 
unfold in a very flowy way. It doesn't have to be like this stressful thing, right? There's certain areas of life where we just like have negative stigmas around it. Like if I told you that I had to go to the DMV this week, everyone would be like, oh, sorry about that. That's going to be rough. Like you're going to have a terrible time. Like, well, maybe, but also why go in thinking that? I mean, do I need to be realistic about how much time it might take me or how, what that experience might be like, what I need to bring that I should still be prepared, but why not go in being like, let's see how it goes. It might not be so bad. I'm trying to think of all the different areas of life where our society like has these stigmas around an experience, a place, a task, taxes, um, lots of people hate receipts, things like that, (laughs) little areas where we have like these icky feelings and words associated with them but it doesn't have to be that complicated gross feeling it can be kind of nice actually we get to decide which is kind of the crazy thing like I think so many of us are like oh we just kind of fell into this this is the society I'm in this is how things are perceived this is what it is but in reality we get to make up our whole entire world inside our brains and if you can acknowledge that you have that power why not make it so freaking amazing in my journaling in preparing for this episode I was thinking what is the opposite of over processing for me and I guess you could say it's under processing that's not that didn't resonate with me just in writing but one word that really stood out to me was streamline and it made me think about whenever you're having a conversation with someone and let's say they're telling a story or they're explaining something and it feels like they're talking in circles, they're adding way too much detail, too many layers, too many anecdotes, and it's like, can you tell the story? I want to hear your story, but like, can we get to the point? Like, we <laughs> we only have so many hours in the day, like, how can we get to the point? How can we, like, get all the details in, but also make it simple? Because this is not it's not fun to listen to over someone talk in circles it's annoying or stressful it's like makes you feel like you're going crazy if you're like listening to someone for so 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 long and it's like takes too long to get to the punchline sorry my cat was trying to break into the closet where i'm recording <laughs> but yeah if we can streamline things if we can take our words our thoughts and simplify them wouldn't that be nice and I think this makes me think about in school when you're writing a paper and you need to meet a word count I think that is the silliest thing ever because if you can get the point across and fill like complete the assignment meet all the requirements with less words why can't we do that I think that's so silly I don't know, because then we're just going to get in there and add a bunch of adjectives and flowy words and things that don't necessarily like add to a story. Or maybe you change the font size on your project. I don't know. But that's just an example of something we do where we just like think something needs to be full in a certain way when it could really just, it could be so much easier. Now I'm thinking about what in my life feels simple? And I think most of our favorite like products and things in our lives integrate so seamlessly, like the iPhone. 
Now, I know not everyone is an iPhone user or an Apple product person, but for those of us that are, we have we have like an iPhone or also a MacBook or an iPad or an Apple Watch. There's a million more products now, but the idea is that these things, not only are they beautiful, they're user-friendly, it's very easy to learn, and in a dream world, they work together seamlessly. Now, (laughs) Apple, for example, has like made things a little bit complicated over the years, but that's the dream, right? that all the pieces fit together easily. We don't want to have to buy all these attachments. We don't want to have to buy extra cords, yada, 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 to make things work in life. We want things to be streamlined and simple because it's more appealing. I'm trying to think of more things in life that we just like to keep around that feel seamless. So again, this probably goes connected in with so many rituals we each have. And like your morning routine, what does that look like? What are the things that help make it better? Is there a certain kind of coffee you like to have? Is there, like, for example, that's why Starbucks is so popular. Is it the best coffee in the world? No, but it's easy. It's seamless. It's everywhere. They have a drive through Now, there's something to be said about going to a more indie coffee shop getting at parking, getting out of your car, going in, being a part of that. That's nice. That's great. But is it always as seamless as that other experience? Maybe yes, maybe no. Just something to think about. What in your life feels simple and good? It just works. For me, it's my relationship. I mean, it's life. We have our ups and downs, but it's easy it makes sense. It's just like, it fits. But when it comes to my career, things have been so different and up and down and there's nothing wrong with that. I've just found a lot more ease in the relationship department than I have the career department. And I have so many friends where it's the complete opposite, right? We Things are complicated, more complicated and layered in one area, and maybe we're contributing to that factor, whether it is the dating or it is the work. Either way, like, there's no one out there that's like, lets things be easy constantly. This is a journey. It's the process of it all. Allowing ourselves to observe not only our thoughts, but our actions, where we put our energy seeing what's going on around us and taking the time to take a step back, observe from the outside and say, am I making things complicated? Is there an opportunity to let this be easy? Let this be simple. Is there a way to let things be even more simple than I've already thought of? Because that's like when people say, oh, I just, I wish I could work, you know, for only 40 hours a week and make the same amount I'm making now. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But like, what if you could work 20 and make twice as much? Our, our brains immediately go, oh, no, 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 no. Like, that's not possible. Da, 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 da. Well, isn't it? You accept what is possible. Is it complicated for you or is it simple for you? Does it work with your lifestyle or does it not? 
does this thing going on around you get to be even more simple than you can even imagine? So when I talk about that visualization, think about, okay, how do I make this easy? And then take it a step further. Okay, how can I make this even easier than this first vision I had? Dream big, like add details. Whatever feels the best, like the experience that would feel the most aligning, the most fun, put you in a place where you felt like you were exactly where you needed to be and you felt confident and aligned and not overwhelming your own brain, creating space in your brain. Like if your brain was a library and it had, didn't have it had all these bad books on the shelves, like we're going to donate the bad books. We're going to create space for new books to come in books that we can learn from, things that feel good. Maybe even they have a beautiful spine. Sorry, I know judging a book by its cover, but that's what we want. It feels good. It feels less complicated. Try that exercise. I think it's a good way to rec- to learn your own subconscious thinking. And I like trying this in all areas of life where I like to kind of play with my thoughts. Like that's why I became a mindset coach because I've used a lot of these practices to position myself in a place I want to be and feeling good and seeing things from a perspective that puts me in a positive mindset, helps me elevate to a place I want to be. Now, of course, my human mind is seeing like, oh, there's all this opportunity now for me to create this space. But immediately my brain and yours might too hop into that space of, oh my gosh, I've wasted so much time. Like, let's say you got your um, imaginary, like weekly inventory back, like you could on your iPhone about how much time you spent on something. It'd be hard not to think, wow, I wasted all this time. But I want to encourage you to not dwell too much on that because all there is in that information is room for change and growth and expansion and getting one step closer to the person you want to be. Now, I just throw that out there because, again, this is like how the process my mind goes through. And I'm like, I know one other person's going to think that. I know one other person's going to be like, well, shoot, I spent five hours a week for the last 10 years thinking about all the ways I'm not contributing to climate change. Now, it's good to be involved in something you're passionate about and contribute to the planet. But that that's a that's wasted energy. That's five hours a week you could have put into um, integrating new things into your lifestyle to um, promote climate change within your community. Let's try and see things from an open perspective, from a simple perspective. And most of all, don't beat yourself up about the way you've spent your time, the way um, you've thought a lot in the past. And as you're kind of like working through this visualization or even just listening to this podcast and getting through or spending time observing your thoughts, like do not beat yourself up. Do not be like, oh my gosh, why did I think that? I'm so dumb. No, like no, 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 no. That's not at all what this is for because that's just as bad. That's that's adding complication. That's adding unnecessarily unnecessary layers and negativity. Be gentle with yourself. We have, there's like this um, phrase like in the um, wellness space or like personal development space that's like called shooting on yourself as, as in 
S-H-O-U-L-D-I-N-G, shoulding. <laughs> um, this is an example of that. Telling yourself you should do something or should not have do something. No, we're not shoulding on ourselves here. We are being gentle and kind and taking each piece of information as just that information. And we're just little scientists taking the information, drawing conclusions, like creating a mission. I don't remember the hypothesis, all the other parts of science experiment that I do not remember, but I know you know what I'm saying. Be kind to yourself. You're making steps forward and we're all learning. Like we're all in this process together. Now, of course, the one thing I want to think about is what are the things that are triggering um, complicated thoughts? Where area of your life is that coming from? That goes hand in hand with the observing of your thoughts. And when we do kind of recognize these things, just sit with it for a while. Remember that you're not attached to the time you spent on it or the perspective you've had. It's allowed to change. You're allowed to change. And it's probably a lot more simple than you think. Like every other area in life, I want to encourage you to define what simplicity means to you. Just because simplicity means for me that I spend a lot of time getting my thoughts out on paper or walking to then move forward and have a more clear mind doesn't mean that's the same experience for you. And that's the beauty in all of this. You get to define what finding simplicity in life looks like. And this is in a positive manner. I think the word simple can sometimes be misconstrued to um, plain or boring. But in this experience, simplicity to me means that easy feeling. Like clear cut that clarity, something obvious, that space to take up or welcome something new. Now, I love decoration and (laughs) I love things that are ornate and beautiful. But when it comes to the mind and being present and caring for our mental health and our our mindset, I think there's a lot of space there for simplicity. And our we're not always gonna be in that mindset of, oh, this is easy. This is flowing so perfectly. No, that's not reality. But if that is kind of our home base, the place we can return to at the end of the day, then we've made plenty of steps forward. And we will be living a more overall aligned life. One that you define for yourself. This has been an experience for me and something I'm working through, especially right now. And I hope this resonates with some of you. And if you're someone who's so good at not letting things get complicated, take this all with a grain of salt and remember that if something pops up or triggers you, you've got this tool in your tool belt. 
the exercise of visualization, recognizing your thoughts, seeing what's taking up so much of your brain space, and taking the time to reframe and decide what you actually want to spend your energy on. Because it really is that simple. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. I'll see you next month.